a very special edition of the Flyers Nation show. I'm your host, Alexa Ross. Joining me now is JVR. It's so nice to have you with us. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So, you know, another off season, another training camp comes and goes. How are you feeling as you get ready for the season opener? Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, uh, I've been thinking about it a lot. It's uh, training camp number 13 for me, year number 13 coming up. So uh, you, you still get that same sort of butterflies uh, feeling as the season gets closer and you have the first game uh, coming up here. So um, especially in a year like uh, we're going to have this year where you're, you're excited about a lot of different changes in the offseason, but uh, definitely a lot of positive uh, energy around our team. And we're excited to, to kind of get on the ice and uh, um, now go prove ourselves. You know, obviously, like you were saying, it has been, it is your 13th season. You're going into it. What are your expectations for the season, your goals, things like that? Because, you know, when you're younger, you kind of know, oh, well, this is what I want to do to get better, better and this and that and the other thing. But you're a vet, you're a pro. What, you know, what, how do you set goals for the season that's coming up? Yeah, you know what, it's, it's the, actually, to be honest, it's the same and even more specific, I think, now as I've gotten older, like after every season, I try to think about the things that I liked about what I did maybe some different things I want to try to add to my game. Um, and then I kind of figure out how I want to attack that plan, whether it's uh, skills uh, work I want to do on the ice, stuff I want to do off the ice, uh, training wise. And, and you try to attack that and you try to make some improvement and continue to kind of uh, uh, add layers to your game. So uh, I, I definitely feel like uh, I've, I've, I know what tools I have at my disposal to try to make these changes and, and make improvements. So I think that's, that's one of the advantages of having the experience is you're able to learn these different things along the way. And um, yeah, that's kind of what I, what I like to do uh, as I approach my off season and then going into the season, it's about how do you kind of utilize and make these, uh, bring these things to life that you've been kind of working on uh, over the, over the off season and, and trying to improve your craft. And what were some of the things that you really focused on this offseason in particular? Yeah, I think for me, it, it comes down to I know what I can do, particularly a lot of the stuff, uh, my bread and butter, just being around the net, being really good on the walls, uh, particularly uh, in the defensive zone and, and uh, getting pucks out. I feel like those are two really strengths and pillars of my game. Um, for me, I think it comes down to just wanting to be a little bit more dynamic as far as carrying the puck more, uh, especially in the offensive zone. And that's just, again, just uh by doing that i think you you create more uh openings for your teammates and things like that and you're and you're able to create more offensively uh out there as well i think you never want to kind of be um uh overly predictable obviously i want to stick to my uh my my strengths as a player and I, it's always going to be one of those things where that's in front of the net on the power play creating a lot of havoc in front of the net in general but i want to be able to pick my spots where if there's these opportunities that present themselves to to carry the puck more or try to be involved a little bit more um, in the offensive zone in situations like that, that I want to make sure I recognize those, uh, recognize those things and, um, and, and try to uh, capitalize on that. Speaking of being dynamic and kind of changing up your game, you're on a line right now or looking like you're going to be on a line right now of all left-handed shooters. So what you were saying was, which I've heard is that if everyone is left-handed, you would rather be on the right. Talk a little bit about that and why you approach the game or you want to approach the game like that. Yeah, I think uh, just speaking, um, yeah, like, or I don't know what the right word is that I'm looking for here, but just speaking about uh, it becomes more natural for guys to kind of 
uh, when they have the puck to move it on their forehand and I have a little more confidence, generally speaking, um, like that. So obviously if you're with a three lefties, the puck's generally going to be coming that way. And, um, uh, again, you're going to be a little bit more involved in touching the puck, uh, when you're on that side and maybe you're going to be where you're going to be able to set yourself up to get more passes that way. So that's kind of the way I've thought about it as far as being on the right wing, um, playing with two lefties. I think that should, uh, with two other lefties, I should say. So that should, uh, that should be good. And uh, I think one of my strengths as a player is being able to use my backhand and stuff like that. So I think um, uh, being on that right side, I don't think I'll necessarily uh, give anything up in that regard. I think I can make a lot of plays on my backhand, a lot of small, little subtle plays out there that will keep plays alive and keep possession alive and things like that. And, uh, and be able to make those plays in the offensive zone where we can get some scoring chances uh, on my backhand. So I think uh, obviously being a left-hand shot, on the right side with two lefties, that becomes even more important. Just switching gears a little bit. Obviously, a lot of moves were made this offseason just to get a lot of, you know, signings, free agents, all of that. The team looks a little bit different. How has everybody really started to click and how do they click throughout training camp? Do you think that everyone is ready and kind of finding their place? Yeah, you know, I think uh, for sure, uh, stylistically on the ice, I think um, just with some of the moves that were made, I think... uh, it seems like the pieces uh, that we have in place fit together a little bit better um, uh, ju- just from what the different elements that we brought in and what they bring to the table. So I'm definitely excited uh, about that. And um, again, like you said, when you bring in these new faces, there always is that uh, learning curve, some of the stuff on the ice, but definitely off the ice as well, because I think the best teams, they always have that kind of uh, family bond uh, type qualities where, where, where guys are, are super tight and uh, love spending time with each other and their families and stuff like that. So that's something that you develop uh, particularly earlier in the year. So, um, so yeah, that's definitely something uh, that we're looking forward to doing more and more of is getting to know, um, getting to know some new guys and, and their families and things like that and their kids and whatever. Um, and that's one of the the fun parts uh, about this, uh, this time of the year. Switching gears again, you know, mm-hmm. when you look at, you were saying before, 2009 was your first season think back that far or maybe even a little more recent when was your I made it moment that's a good question um I mean my first goal that's definitely one that you you feel a little bit more comfortable after that um I got I was lucky enough to get my first point out of the way in my first game so that was nice too it gives you a little bit of confidence I think I picked up like a secondary assist on a power play goal um I think it might've been uh, Chris Pronger had like a barbecue or something at his house early on. So that was for, I think that might be it for me. I can't remember if it was like in training camp or right when the season started, but um, obviously at that point, like I only know these guys from like playing video games as them as a kid. Um, And then like, you're all of a sudden like your teammates with them. So uh, that, that, that transition happens rather quick. Um, So so that was pretty exciting and pretty cool to think that I was over at uh, Chris Pronger's house for some, uh, hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff like that so uh that was definitely a cool moment that I remember about my first uh first year and now you're that guy for some of these younger guys coming in (laughs) what is that like for you is that super weird or does it feel kind of right right now in your life or is it still just kind of surreal um yeah that 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 part will always be a little bit funny uh to me for sure I think uh, having two younger brothers uh I'm always obviously around uh that different age frame, but now some of the youngest guys coming in are even younger than my youngest brother, who's 25. So, uh, so yeah, that's always, uh, always kind of funny. And, uh, you kind of have these, these, those moments with uh, some of the younger guys where you're 
you really realize how much how, how different the age is but i think that's all what makes it so much fun and that's what uh being part of a team is all about where you have uh, different guys for different uh, ages and experiences from different countries and bring all a little bit, something different to the table. And I think uh, how that all fits together is what makes it uh, so much fun at the rink and uh, makes it so much fun to be a part of. And one last question before we go into those fan questions, you are known for your bright green mouth guard and your tape. I read Mm -hmm. before that it has to do with minor hockey. Can you kind of explain that story and why you still pay homage to that team now that you're, you know, entering, you're so late in your career. Yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, so yeah, I, I grew up playing for the Brick Hockey Club in uh, Brick, New Jersey, and um, and the, the colors are Kelly Green there, and black, Kelly Green, black and white, but Kelly Green being like the primary one. And uh, my brothers and uh, and I and my family has, has gotten involved uh, with the Challenger Hockey Program there. So that was my little uh, homage to, to the to the club, obviously, that I grew up playing, but also to, to the kids that are playing in that program, because I wanted them uh, is the coach that I grew up playing for is in charge of that program um, for the club still. And, um, and yeah, so he was a, he, like, I, I was like, Hey, this is something that, that um, this is for you guys. Like to let you know, like I'm proud of where I came from and uh, just kind of one of those little oats to, to back to back to kind of your childhood. And, and um, yeah, just to let, let the people, let the kids know that are playing in that program now, just uh, again, obviously uh that was years ago now for me playing at the Brick Hockey Club, but uh, it's nice to be able to have all different sorts of uh, um, kids playing at all different levels. Uh, j- just having that little memento, I guess, or a way for me to show that I'm proud of uh, where I came from. So we're going to move into fan questions. I love that, by the way. I think it's so important to always rep where you came from. And I'm sure that those kids, every time they see it, get really, really excited. So my first question, it comes from Mark Kremer. You've played in two of the most passionate and toughest NHL markets in Toronto and Philadelphia. What would you say is the biggest difference between those two cities? Wow, uh, that's a good question. I think both super passionate uh, hockey towns for sure. And I think for me, that's that's been something that's made a lot of fun. I, I think I, I love playing in that environment where people really care about the, the team and there's a lot of energy in the building and there's that extra sense of uh, pressure to perform. I think that brings out the best of me as a player. Um, I would say, yeah, they're, they're both super passionate. I would say maybe being in Toronto, you're in a little bit more of a, of a fishbowl just because Canada being Canada, uh, there is that uh, just whether you're walking around the city or at the supermarket, you're maybe a little more recognizable just because, again, up there you're on yeah, the Leafs are uh, front page news and they're on Sports Center, national news, things like that all the time. Um, we're obviously uh, here. There's a lot more to share the spotlight with as far as um, uh, the Eagles and the Sixers and uh, and the Phillies and stuff like that and, and some college stuff. So you can kind of uh, fly under the radar a, a little bit more in that sense. But there's certainly uh, been both fun markets for me to play in and I've uh, enjoyed playing in both of them. Our next question comes from Andy Frank. What is it like to play with Claude Giroux? Yeah, that's been incredible. I think uh, when I look back, obviously, he was a guy who I started playing with when I started my career. And now we're here. We are 13 years later, still uh, on the same team, still trying to chase after that same goal of winning a championship. So um, it's been cool to have uh, an up close and personal uh, seat to kind of see how he's grown as a player and as a person uh, since I knew him when we were 20 years old or our world might have been younger because of those uh, development camps in the summer um to to where he is now and uh obviously uh a legend as far as uh, the flyers franchise goes and has all these different sorts of records that he's earned over the 
the way and uh, still something now that uh, that we're chasing down together, our dream of uh, winning a Stanley Cup. So, um, yeah, all that stuff's been great. And obviously on the ice, I think we've always had great chemistry uh, together, even when we like it was one of those things where right away when we started playing together, I think we thought the game on a similar wavelength. I think our skill sets obviously uh, pretty different, but uh, they mesh together uh, pretty well um too so it's been fun to to get a chance to not only play with him at the start of my career where he helped me uh establish myself but uh but also also now as we uh continue to try to chase down winning a Stanley Cup this one is not necessarily hockey related but it is a fun one this one comes from Dan Knightley who is your favorite baseball player of all time favorite baseball player of all time wow um I don't know if the Philadelphia fans are gonna love this one but I'm gonna go with uh, Derek Jeter um I just loved uh, how he carried himself. I, I mean, I grew up up there, so that was the, those were my teams uh, growing up, and uh, just how he the his professionalism and um, the way he carried himself and the way he approached everything uh, in his life. I, uh, I, I being an athlete now for a professional athlete now for thirteen years, it, you come to appreciate even more and more just the the way he went about it and the the uh, longevity that he had and um the different things he was able to do to to be a winner and and do all these things consistently was uh was super impressive and um yeah I would have to say he was my favorite uh, baseball player growing up and our last question comes from Mike Quinn can you give your best pigeon coup <laughs> people love that one let me thank you okay Ooh. was that pretty good or what <laughs> That's good. That's really it good. It might not be as good as the video, but you know what? Me, me, uh, G and Hartsey have a lot of practice from, uh, and Hart, when I say Hartsey, this OG Hartsey, Scott Hartnell. Um, we have a lot of practice doing that to each other. And, uh, that's, so that's where that came from, from that video, which is so funny because we would do that noise to each other, like pretty much to say hello every single day. And then obviously G was doing it on the ice to me and, uh, probably it looked like he was obviously mic'd up for it. So, Good for him that that's uh, that video is going to be uh, standing the test of time. I still see a tag. I get tagged in it all the time, so I find that uh, find that pretty funny still. So I guess I got to make sure I can give my best one. I'm glad that that's going to be a part of your guys' legacy yeah. forever. But <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. This was great. Best of luck this season, and hopefully we'll get to talk to you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much.